What's up, Real Sports fam? Welcome to episode 19 of the Real Sports Pod. And yes, we are back on top number one on the sports charts. Thank you, Real Sports fam. On this episode, we're talking Antonio Brown, WTF, the best five from an NBA franchise, Monday's mailbag, and way more. So let's get it. Get down goes Frazier! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! What's up, Real Sports fam? It's your host, Jack Settleman from Real Underscore Sports on Snapchat. One million followers. You know the deal. Follow if you don't already. With me tonight is my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, next week, next weekend, this upcoming weekend, our charity basketball tournament. We're bringing home the title, aren't we? Speaking of, well, yes, For to answer your question, we will be doing that. Speaking of bringing home the title, though, I've got this little uh, game cast in front of me of the Philadelphia Soul playing in the Arena Bowl right now. I was just the, watching. Oh, yeah, playing against the Albany Empire. Uh, just tied it up in the second quarter, looking to bring home our fourth ring. Um, really a so dynasty. You know, in the so it's football. the final, but do you know how many teams are in the league? Like to like 16 or something there's four i think there's only four teams all right but we're not wasting um Whoa. time all right it's just another dynasty let let's title, uh, title town. Give it, title town. let's give a major shout to the real sports fan obviously Kyrie's giveaway uh coming tomorrow all you have to do is subscribe to the podcast or follow on spotify um but the real sports fan push us back to number one on the charts so major oh, yeah. shout to them number one and, baby and speaking of the real sports fam, I was in Fire Island this weekend, and I'm I'm ordering my breakfast at the deli. What'd you, you know, get? Place, What'd you get? Uh, it tells a lot I about a, a bacon, man's character. Bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel Saturday sausage, egg, and cheese with hot sauce today. Okay. And I order. We're standing waiting for our food, and my man Dylan Valderrama comes up and says, "Yo, bro, love your work." I said, "Snap." He's like, "Yeah." So. I had posted some ankle sock gang from my morning run. He recognized me. He said, uh, you know, he's part of the Real Sports fam. But he was wearing a Carson Wentz jersey. I got the text that he was an Eagles fan. So I I had to ask him about that. He said he was a big fan of the pod. Big fan of Abe. Which there we go. Guess, big fan of you, Dylan. Cool. So shout out, Dylan. Um, and if you guys ever see Abe or I in person, obviously come up to us. Not if you're a Cowboys them. fan. Um, not if you're a Steelers fan either. No, I'm kidding. Everyone's I'm, I'm not really kidding. All right. So first topic is Antonio Brown, and there's literally no other way to phrase wow. this than what is happening. So we thought that the frostbite thing was crazy, right? Like he wears the wrong shoes <laughs> in his in his therapy recovery, and that was going to be the craziest thing that happened to him. This and then he, and then he said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> he said, "Hold my beer" to himself. Yeah. Explain, explain what happened, and then like just uh, we'll go into it. I don't so even pretty, know what to talk. Oh, about. Okay, I have. I'm working. I'm working on some theories with this, but pretty much the NFL uh, implemented this new or banned this one kind of helmet. I guess I'm going to assume it's for injury purposes. Um, yeah. Antonio Brown, as well as I think 31 or 32 other players in the league, wear this ex- exact helmet, including like Rodgers and Brady. They wear the same helmet. 
And a lot of people are having no problem switching helmets. Like they're just doing it to play football. Because it's the rule. <laughs> and they have to. But uh, good old AB isn't having it. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, we're watching one of my favorite movies of all time, like Mike, literally unfold before our eyes. I'm telling you, there's something with that helmet that gives him powers. And we got to well, get he, that helmet. So, so to He's just like, finish the situation is – the craziness of what happened is that AB, they tell me is to change the helmet. Everyone in the league does it. And then he, you know, he goes to practice one day in the new helmet and he's like, I don't like this. So he goes and gets his old helmet. The craziest part is <laughs> yeah, the story of him painting his helmet. I just, him, like, I just imagine him like cheesing in his mansion, painting a thing like they'll never catch me. <laughs> so he's painting the old model of the helmet. <laughs> and to your point of the like Mike thing, like he said, it's because he can't see and like not that he can't see. It's just he really likes this model. It helps him with his vision and his ability to catch the ball. The memes that came from it were obviously spectacular. Unbelievable. But, but there's two things to look out for. One – is Antonio Brown really going to retire? Because that's what he threatened. <laughs> and then two, tomorrow night um, or Tuesday night, Hard Knocks. Like, make for is, great television. Is Hard Knocks going to fully show us the behind the scenes? Because this could be the most viewed episode of all time. I mean, they have to. They'll get so much. They'll come under so much scrutiny if they don't. Like, this is what like you sign up for. You're going to an NFL training camp. Like, you chose AB for a reason. Like, he's oh literally God. a TV show. I, I just don't – I'm Bluffing? struggling for words Bluffing? to even continue talking about this situation. It's just so out of left field. I've never – can you think of like – think of like the most ridiculous sports things that have ever happened. This could be up there. there. I read something last week. I don't know if you saw this. I think I sent it to you of a FIBA player who had to take a drug test. Oh, yeah. And he uh, <laughs> used his – this is pretty wild. And he used his girlfriend's um, urine for the drug test because I guess he was trying to hide something. And the results came back positive that he was having a child. <laughs> he was pregnant. Oh, uh, that's out. So that's up there. Um, but yeah, I mean, is AB bluffing? No. And this is what I was talking with my friend this weekend. Like, Ar- do, do you know, like, the deal with Arian Foster? How he's like, he's. Yeah, he said, he said if he would have never played football if he could go back. Exactly. So like an AB is, you know, five times as paid as him. His off the field brand would carry him through the rest of his life. And the the injuries and the, the brain stuff is is serious. So I'm starting to believe that some of these athletes really don't love the game of football as much as they say. And once you're you've made, you know, enough money for your grandchildren even, I think that there's why well, put yourself through that if you're not in love with the game. So I don't think he's bluffing. If Le'Veon Bell wasn't bluffing for the year, I think Antonio Brown's five times the crazy <laughs> that Le'Veon is. Do you think he's bluffing? I, I bet you low key, like him and Kyrie are having phone calls. Like, <laughs> and it's, oh my God, dude, I swear in arena football, there's no defense being played. There's zero defense. It's actually uh, really just went up 28, 21. I, I, every time I refer, I don't even have it on. But every time I refresh Twitter, there's another touchdown. But, I'm so um, excited AB, for Hard Knocks. Yeah, I mean, everyone – like you see it nowadays with these holdouts. Like people are serious about their this their money when it comes to like their lives are on the line or their future lives. Like yeah. it's just – it's a different animal than other sports. Like I think in the NBA and the MLB, you see a lot more people playing like what they say for the love of the game. That's not to say that people in the NFL don't do that. 
but it comes with a lot of baggage in the NFL, so you want to make sure you're getting your money's worth. No doubt about that. All right, next topic. This was a fun one. LeBron posts a picture on his Instagram, and it is of Magic, Shaq, <laughs> Can't Kobe, talk about this. himself, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So it was about the great Lakers. Obviously, LeBron's not a great Laker technically yet because he's only, he's only played there for one year, and they didn't even make the playoffs. Um, but – is there any other NBA franchise who can put together a better five? From, and we're going to assume all these players are in their prime when you put the five together. Better than LeBron, Kobe, Shaq, Magic, Kareem. I think you and I both agree it's no. But there are some interesting – No, there's definitely interesting candidates. Is there? There is. Okay. The first so, one that came to mind for me was just the Warriors. Like I would take Steph, Clay, KD, Wilt, and who would their other one be? Draymond, it's like Chris Mullen or Draymond? Oh, it's my Chris goodness. Mullen. This Lakers. I mean, Mullen's. You have. Let's go through it. You have yeah. the greatest point guard of all time, Magic Johnson. You, okay. You have Jerry West, multiple time MVP. Well, no, it's it, on this team. It's oh, Kobe. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. All right, so Kobe, who some people claim number is two Kobe. shooting guard. Yeah, number right. two. Yeah, we'll call it number two. Number two shooting guard. Um, not even a top five player of all time, but uh, three would be LeBron, the greatest player of all time. Four would be Shaq. Imagine that Shaq at the four, um, <laughs> the most dominant player of all time. And five would be Kareem, who leads NBA history in total points for the time being. Like, there's Kareem's not, like a scrub on this. Like, team. yeah, other teams like the Spurs have a really good. Uh, starting five, the Bulls, obviously. No, but, like, like, not really, because Tony Parker's a legend, but, like, in his own right. He's nowhere near any of those guys in terms of playing. The only teams that that somewhat convinced me, I think the there's the, There was literally the top, no team that made me even blink an eye. No, I mean, the Bulls, if they had had, like, I mean, D. Rose in his prime, he was an MVP. MJ, obviously, the GOAT, Pippen, uh, superstar, and um, uh, Rodman just for defensive and rebounding purposes, but they don't have like a fifth. The The Celtics were uninspiring for me. The Warriors I got, I actually thought the Sixers were somewhat sneaky. AI, I can't even like wrap my head around being biased. Yeah, but listen to this team. AI, Dr. J, Barkley, Moses Malone, and then Iguodala is like, no, no one mean, has a front of lineup and go with Embiid, you know? Yeah, maybe. Um, another – there's there's also two other like sleeper teams I guess you could call it the Rockets Harden McGrady Akeem Olajuwon is their core. So that's that's like, a lot of Harden and, Harden and McGrady backcourt. Yeah, that's when you and Yao Ming playoff series. And Yao Ming. Yeah, dude. I, I, these teams are all fun and everything, but it's just that the the five Lakers are five legit legit superstars. And then I think people are saying the Bucks. The, the Bucks is like Lakers a fun one. To five of about. the top ten best players. 15 best players of all time, depending on where you put Kobe. Yeah, you're you're not a Kobe hater. You're just not a big I'm not Kobe, a Kobe guy. hater. I'm just I, – people blow him up to be way more than he was. Yeah, people really there's think Kobe, he's in the like, GOAT conversation. Following. I think they're some of the craziest fans it's in sports. Because, like, it's per because like, people are more Mamba fans than Kobe, like the mentality. They think it's so cool and everything. Yeah. But then he just like goes out of his way to be a hardo and – I see right through him, you know? <laughs> he goes out of his way to be a hard yeah, like he was like he's like trying to turn mama mentality into a brand. I'm like, I get it 
for money. I mean, he did. It's just like, yeah, but like, come on, dude. I think it's just great with the the Kobe fans who obviously hated on LeBron for so yeah, maybe many that's, years. Maybe that's also a little bit because like Kobe fans right. like will say he's better than LeBron, and you just sound stupid when you say that. You know, like I get it, you're a Kobe fan, but let's just talk this out. You know. <laughs> We do not agree on who's the best basketball player of all we time, but we can, we do both we do both agree that Kobe Bryant is not in that conversation. No, not even. But I also think we sometimes forget because we were slightly younger, but realistically a lot of what was shown on social media was the end of his career and he battled through a ton of injuries. Like this guy did win five rings and he was a oh, true superstar. Obviously, and I remember watching Kobe play growing up like him and Shaq, it, it was the craziest. If that didn't break up, like yeah, we're that's a great what if. Maybe one of the that. maybe one of the greatest dynasties of all time. Like nobody was stopping the two of them in their prime. But I mean, no one did. They were fifteen and one, or whatever, and or sixteen. They were and one. actually they were twelve and zero going into game one of the finals, and then <laughs> Sixers and came then, in strong. Game one, uh, took, one the road and, took one on the on the road in overtime. AI stepped. Step over. He had 40 or 50-something, um, and then we lost four straight. Yeah, so they are unbeatable. Um, so to answer the question of could any five match up, no. no. But <laughs> you know you know, it would be a lot of fun, though. Um, when 2K20 comes out, we should Maybe play and we'll play. against each other? Huh? Maybe playing with these teams? Yeah, exactly. So we'll play like a, you know, a Lakers versus Bucks and then a Lakers versus Warriors, and then we'll set it up and see – because uh, I, I think we're fairly similar in skill. You could think that for sure. You can definitely. <laughs> and then, that. but the interesting—this is actually the fun part of the game—is that looking at the five, I know from I've played with some of the legends before. This team, besides, okay, because they're legends, obviously, this take it with a grain of salt. But this wouldn't be the greatest necessarily two K team. Like I you hate playing three point shooters. Yeah, Kobe's not a, a lethal three-point shooter. Shaq would probably be unstoppable. Um, but <laughs> Magic is literally – he's horrible in 2K. Like, I hate playing with him because he's, he's not – like, play like that Ben Simmons style. Exactly. And then LeBron, obviously unstoppable. But a team like the Warriors, like, that's your ideal 2K team because you have Steph, Clay, KD, and then Will. Yeah. So that's fun. I mean, I'm assuming you're getting all these people at their skill level – at the time when they were on these teams. Yeah. 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 You can pick them, I think from like their legend years, pretty much. Wow. So the buffs will also have Kareem and Giannis. Yeah. (laughs) And my guy, Michael red, not Michael red. And they have Ray Allen. And you have Ray Ray Allen. Allen. Oh, yep. Sam Cassell, (laughs) Eric blood. So, Oh my God. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon. All right. This is something that I brought up to you right before this and i i was watching the nationals game today you um, seem kind of angry about this i just i was thinking about it right so like baseball is obviously dying in terms of the sport nba 35 21 albany (laughs) nba obviously rising quickly and i think it's in large part to social media because the league has now become a 365 day thing right and what they've done is they focused as much. They they've kind of even gone away from the beauty of the game to uh, just p- focusing on players and making the league fun and a drama. It's almost like a it's a drama TV show. And what I was doing when I was watching the game, so Degrom comes up to bat today. And How about these bats? 
Yeah, we're, we'll get to them in the Monday mailbag. But he's he's up to bat. There's two outs. And I'm like, this is kind of a bummer because I would have liked to see a real hitter, not just some guy who's hitting 126 on the season. The funny thing is that with two outs, he, he bunts in between the pitcher and the third baseman and beats the throw. And it led to a two-run rally for the Mets. But I don't understand outside of it just being like baseball is supported by like the older generation and they're just like sticklers and they want it to be the same. They hate change. I would just so much prefer watching a paid MLB hitter hit against a paid MLB pitcher. I don't get it. I think you get pitchers who are who have to leave the game earlier. You're you're a Phillies fan. Do you have any feeling on that? The reason you feel this way is because you grew up an American League fan. Sure, maybe. Your team was in the American League. You don't understand the true history and glory behind that nine that nine hole and the pitcher coming up to bat. Um, he rips a double into into the gap, and it just it brings a sense of energy to the team, man. Um, I mean, I get the MLB is doing everything they can to the extent of juicing the balls in order to make a more entertaining product, but there's certain things that you just tradition is what it is. Now, I think later down the line they probably will get rid of it for the reasons you're saying um but baseball in general is just like you said the nba is a is a national thing it's like a it's like a um a soap opera show uh 365 days a year mlb is just a regional sport it's like it's 162 games and that's hard to keep up with if your team is not really in it take it for myself who growing up was a diehard phillies fan um, when we were great growing up with Howard, Utley, Rollins, Halliday, Cliff Lee, and we went to back-to-back World Series and won one. And then, like, we became really shitty for a, a bunch of years, and it's hard to stay that invested into a team for that long. Like, that's why you don't. a lot of people don't play fantasy baseball or basketball over fantasy football because they're lazy. They want to check it once a week, not every day. Right. Like, it's tough. Baseball is just more of a regional sport. But – so in order to make a better product on the field, I think maybe you'll see them take that away and just do a DH in both leagues. But yeah, man, you, you got to see the other side sometimes and come to the National I mean, League. Let's be clear. If they change the NL's rule to a DH, it's not saving the game of baseball and making a much better yeah, product. It's still just as regional. I, yeah, I just think it, I, I didn't necessarily – I'm not a big history and the for the love of the game guy in terms of baseball. So I was kind of curious, kind of just like, come on, let's let's watch the better – let's watch the best of the best. Um, no, I, I get what you're coming from. Speaking of shitty baseball, the Orioles today blew a nice lead in the ninth and then won on a Wait, walk. we talk about last night's game first? Yeah, 23-2. That was a good one. <laughs> But here's the thing. We we lost yesterday. We won today. It doesn't matter the score. And today, the Orioles, weren't they the biggest? Yeah. Um, We're the, the biggest, biggest underdog, underdog ever to win. Biggest underdog to win since 2005 at like plus 406, the Vegas yeah. odds were. Yeah. <laughs> Baltimore makes some noise. And the best part is that they were up 5-4 going into the ninth. They the, the Astros score a three run inside the park home run because our right fielder goes to make a throw off what should have been a double and throws it against the the adjacent wall and Brantley scores and they go up to <laughs> seven five and we get three in the bottom of the ninth. I, mean, I don't even want to talk about my Phillies right now. Lily just dropped to fourth place in the NL East. Yeah, this team we'll, we'll, we'll get to money. The, we'll team. get to the NL East in one sec first. 
you know how we pay for those Kyrie giveaway shoes, don't you? By teaming up with Harry's. Go to harrys.com backslash blue wire. Save $10 on a value trial set, which includes five blade razor, lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover. You get all of that for just $3 shipped right to your door. Enough with the cheap razors. It's totally worth trying Harry's. Harry's is fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design with quality and durable blades at a fair price. Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com. I always mess this up. Harry's.com backslash blue wire. It's kind of a tongue twister. All of Harry's blades come with 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know and you'll get a full refund. Again, make sure you go to harrys.com backslash blue wire to redeem your razor for only $3. All right. You were talking about it, and we got a question from Ryan McElroy, 719. Will the New York Mets win the NL East or? I have a feeling that's that's pronounced It probably is, but when when I said McElroy or whatever I said, I thought it sounded nice. So uh, I'm going to assume his name's Ryan, but uh, will they they win the NL East or make the wild card? And let me just – I'll open with this one because I'm in New York. I have a bunch of Mets fan, Mets friends who are fans. Um, it's kind of fun right now in New York rooting for the Mets. Like it's fun to watch. It's fun to see. They won fifteen to sixteen before dropping the game to the Nats today. Uh, they the last two games they've come from behind. Once in the ninth, once in the eighth. Um, they are after losing today. I assume they're going to be a game or a game and a half back out of the wild card. Only about eight ish out of. The division, maybe. I don't know what the Braves are up to. But they nothing's really changed. They brought in Stroman, but that's not going to make the difference. They're just playing better baseball and having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, I mean, will the Mets win the division? Absolutely not. I, I think the Braves actually have a chance to yeah, come out of the NL. Uh, their lineup is unbelievable from top to bottom. Will the Mets make the wild card? Maybe. I don't think so. Um I think what's going on, like, I used to hate the Mets, like, back when the Phillies were un, un, really good and the Mets were good, uh, like the David Wright, Jose Reyes days, Carlos Santana for them. Um, but uh, no, because the Mets are another team, like the Knicks, like the yeah, Cowboys. What can go wrong? Will go wrong? Um, they're playing great baseball now. They have. Right, right, right. They went to a World Series. Um, but they do have the three headed monster. Like, they're. Their bullpen's been solid throughout. They're hitting the ball. But I'm looking at their schedule, and that's what's not doing it for me. Not to mention, not not only do they play in one of the more competitive divisions in baseball in the NL East, um, but they still have series against teams that are in contention. They've got series against the Cubs, the Dodgers, the D-backs, uh, a bunch against the NL East. Like, there aren't a lot of easy games down the line. Just a series against the Marlins, a series against the Royals, and – I think one against the Reds and that's it. But like their schedule is tough down the road. They do have a solid team. I mean, McNeil, Alonzo, they're just, this team is rallying around them. They're the heart and soul, these young guys. And they have the pitching, but I'm not buying it on the Mets. It is fun though. It's a cool storyline just because like they're always all over the place all year. A joke. And the, um, I, I think that 
So this was my concern coming into the weekend was that they had beaten up on the Pirates and the Marlins, who were the the last two spots in the NL. Um, I mean, winning games is tough in any sport. So when you win 15 to 16, no matter who you're beating, it is somewhat impressive. And then they took two of three from the Nets, and they beat Strasburg, and they beat Corbin. They're two guys. But what I kind of came – like what it kind of came from is that – if it hadn't been two blowups in the bullpen, then that's an easy sweep for the Nats. So it's tough to really judge it. We're looking at this microcosm. It's 20 games of their season. If we extrapolate and we see, you know, they still have 40-plus games to go, I believe. Like, I just don't see it. It's way too competitive in that little race. And I think they're just too hot right now, and they're too energized. You can't really carry that throughout the rest of the season. So I think it's going to be really tough for the Mets to the teams ahead or right next to them in the wild card race are just more talented. And the thing about maybe a football is like you really can strategize and play harder and have some luck go your way in a 16 game season or even a three game, four game playoff run. In an MLB season, just the variance is so much lower. Like day in and day out, the talent and the skill level will replicate and show itself, which is why teams like the Orioles, who are horrible, will continue to be horrible. They can beat the Astros today, but over the course of 162 games, they're not going to beat the Astros, you know, X amount of time. So, Right. The thing with the Mets is, like, MLB and, and baseball is, like, right. going into the playoffs, it's usually, like, the hottest team is is going to win most of the time. And the question is, like, it's August. What's today's date? August 11th. Are the they Mets peaking to, way too early? The thing is, they have which to sounds like a very Mets thing to do to peak in August the and then not in September. Oh yeah, it would be a huge comeback. But like now they're playing their best baseball. They're a game out. Like I doubt it. I don't know if they're going to be doing this in September when so they really we need doubt to. it. But we are rooting for the Mets. Well, you can't really because of the Phillies. But uh, I'm enjoying I'm the, not, the Mets. I'm not really rooting um, for the Mets. I've accepted it. I'm sorry, Mets fans. I just said you're not making the playoffs. Yeah, wow. If it helps, I don't think the Phillies are making the playoffs um, either. Next question from Man Like Rollins 5. Mm, no, because Ooh, he asked about the Portland Trailblazers. Who do you think Rollins. has the best? Who do you think is the best? Oh, what does that have to do with anything? You're on. Uh, That's fair. Who do you think is the best basketball in the NBA? Cough, cough, go rip city. Yeah. Crying emoji, crying emoji. Crying laughing emoji. Two times. Um, I wanted to actually turn this into a little bit of a rant. It doesn't have to be a rant. Yeah, well, let let me uh, answer the question let's, as well. Let's just go a quick answer on who has the best backcourt. That way, we don't drag it on because I I got to get to my little one. The Warriors. You're going Warriors. Warriors. I mean, it is now that the Rockets got yeah, run. I don't think it's a question. I would I would say they're definitely in the top. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so they're right. in the combo. I about that. <laughs> and then <laughs> I forgot about. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go Warriors I'm as go well. Warriors. But I mean, the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets. Uh, totally I mean, forgot about us. It really is tough. I think that Dame is on all those. Is, well, he's slightly below Steph and Harden, so he's slightly below the ones on both teams, and CJ's definitely below the twos on each of those options. Yeah, but I mean, we haven't seen like Wall John play. Wall and Bradley Beal We're too. not going to see him play for like almost two years. Um, all right, my ramp though. So Dame yeah. just dropped a new album. He actually is somewhat decent at rapping. Uh, puts out good music. And today he tweeted something funny. It was like, "I got time today," which is always hysterical coming from an NBA player saying, 
Uh, let's discuss the fact that you guys tell me I need to be in the gym. I can't work on my music and can't do stuff like that. I could not be in more agreement with him. Yes, he gets paid. Le'Veon Bell went on the same rant. It's just crazy like, on to me. His like, Instagram story in like an all, airport the other it's week. It's not your life. So stop worrying what other people are doing. I know it's what we do is like is to worry about other people and celebrities and, and think that what they're doing is our opinion. They should be doing differently. And like Dame should be in the gym and like not working on his albums and all that. I think it's it's a load of crap. Not everything he does has to be about basketball. He has hobbies. Think about anything you do in life, any goal you set for yourself. If you like, are you committed to everything? Every single action you make is committed to that. If your goal is to get A's in school, do you only study when you're awake? Like you eat and then study and then shower and then like no one does that. So why do people care or believe that he can't have a hobby, which is making music off the court, something that he likes to do. It's not like he's not in the gym eight hours a day. It's not like he's not watching film. Like, are, do, do you, I mean, do you agree? Or are you court, kind cool of in the audience's opinion? No, I mean, no, I mean, no, of course not. I mean, this is just yeah. Twitter being bored on a Sunday afternoon in August. Like, well, he had been like, getting. I mean, he, he asked so he for just it by tweeting that night, out, like which dude, was he, on Friday. So, like, it had been obviously in his matches, in his DMs all yeah. the time. So he was like, "Finally, I have time. I want to address this and hear why." Like you guys are saying this. Yeah, no, like Le'Veon Bell did the same thing the other week. He was like, <laughs> "You think Beyonce wakes up and just starts singing the second she wakes up?" Like the second it's you wake crazy. up, you got to go hit the turf. Like get to the gridiron, man. Uh, no, I mean that's just the the nature of the business. Like, it comes with the title of the job. Like, you got to deal with that kind of stuff. And I mean, obviously, I don't agree with it. Like, you have a life other than the sport you play and the job that you do. It's yeah. just a job like anybody else. It's just a really cool job. But it would like maybe I mean, if he wasn't. Just, it comes this with the is, territory. This is man. where it sets him up for potential backlash, right? Like, he's coming off an all all time season for him. He he drives them to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, he's a he's a clear superstar. He's playing his mind out. He struggles early in the season, or you know whatever it may be. People are going to start to ask questions, and I think it might have come up a few times with maybe Ben or maybe Cat, like because there was the big video game craze where they were playing like Fortnite or PUBG till like three in the morning. And before, Bro, don't, don't put my point card up. I know you've seen those videos. Oh yeah, of course he's working on his jump just shot that he should really be taking with his right hand. <laughs> it does just happen. Man, no, man, he just, just needs to shoot it. I need to see him start shooting threes. That's start. all I want. Right. Final really, question really for the money mailbag. Jason Rooney will. fifteen. Will Kyler Murray live up to the hype? I think here's the thing with this question. Has Kyler even been hyped up? Like Zion's hype is crazy going into this NBA season. Kyler's the number one pick, and he's a quarterback, and he's kind of an electrifying player coming off a of Heisman. I don't feel like there's that much hype or rather even expectations for a really bad Cardinals team. I I actually have expectations for them. Like I think they could be their offense could be good. I, I'm big on Kyler. Um literally the only thing against him coming out of the draft was like his hype. And like if you get over that, then everything else checks out. Like the one thing, maybe he doesn't get through progressions quick enough, but like that'll come with reps in the NFL and just experience. Like he can throw in and out of the pocket, short, long. He's accurate. Like I think he's really good. He's obviously electrifying on the ground. Um, 
Kingsbury's bringing that offense back, that the, that college-style offense to the NFL. Last year, David Johnson just disappeared because, like, mostly he was just – they were running it um, from under center. He was just running it up the middle. They weren't putting him in the passing game, which is, like, all, like he's almost better in the passing game than he is in the running game. He's just a really good running back all around. I think people forget about him and don't talk about him. But, I mean – I think, I think the, Cardinals the worst team could be thing good, that might happen like, I'm, to I'm the in Cardinals on Kyler. this year is that Kyler's going to kind of slightly revitalize Fitz's career and they'll trade him at the deadline to a team that needs him. That's that's my prediction. Do they really need Fitz, though? No, 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 they don't. And there's been rumors in the past, but I think this is probably his last true season. I think he's still a very quality player. He's just been surrounded by garbage the last few years. And I think just to see him, it's tough when you see these like these guys. Like Suggs is now in the Cardinals. He's coming back week two. Who's like an eagle that was like an all-timer that left? Uh, Dawkins. Who do you play for? The Broncos? Yeah, Dawkins, McNabb. Did, did Dawkins ever come back to Philly? No. Iverson did that. For he left, 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 went to Denver, went to yeah. Detroit, went to Memphis for like a week, and then came back to Philly <laughs> for a week. Um, so, but to, to answer uh, Jason's question, will Kyler live up to the hype? I, hype. I want to say there's not a ton of hype on him, which is good. It's good I to think temper. The, the, the hype isn't there as much because no one was really sure if he was going to go one. Right. Like it kind of wasn't like a set deal. But like that's the same thing with Baker. Uh, Baker wasn't like the consensus number one the second uh, college football season ended. He was mocked like a mid-round pick and then just out of nowhere climbed to the top. But like you go out there and you you put one good game on the board, then everyone's a prisoner of the moment. And then there's going to be more hype around you every time you step on the field. Yeah, Baker, I mean, you're number one pick, so it just comes with that. Yeah. It's not like he's in a situation where he's expected to win right yeah. now. It's about – expectations not as much hype I think his expectations are actually to win rookie of the year and I think he will um but what you were saying about Baker is funny like he led them on that comeback against the Jets when he stepped in for Tyrod he didn't even throw a touchdown in that game or score a touchdown but it felt like his impact was just crazy right. and they, they probably only scored 13 or so points in the second half I think Kyler wins rookie of the year I think he kind of revitalizes Fitz, gets him traded. I think the offense is going to fit him. I mean, we saw even with the Ravens. I think Kyler Murray can be a franchise quarterback. I totally agree. I think the height thing is just such an old man thing about the height. Like Drew Brees, not tall. Russell Wilson, not tall. Like sometimes they overlook these players and then they draft and pay Brock Osweiler $100 million because he's tall and can throw yeah, off I mean, Kyler Murray just has to accept no, no matter where his career goes. He'll probably never be signed by John Elway and the Denver Broncos. <laughs> right. They just got to live with that. Yeah. And I think he's I think okay. the only thing that will hold back this Cardinals team is Kingsbury. Like, it's a very questionable yeah. signing at coach, but like, they knew he had the ties with Kyler. Like, they went for it. Yeah. They really went all in on him. Um, all right. Final thoughts before we head off. The Ravens beat the Jags 29 nothing in our first preseason game. I was at training camp Tuesday. And we looked horrible. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. The Jags were destroying us all over the field. Lamar only threw a couple. Any notable? Any notable stories? Uh, any player interactions? Nothing. There wasn't. Oh, I mean, there was there, any fight? Any fights? There was. Yeah, there was a few scrapping. So the thing about it, I was going to go and I wanted to, you know, get some footage for the snap. And 
they because it was intra squad, all filming was closed except for teams like the Jags guys and the Ravens could obviously film, but no one else could. So I couldn't really get like the scrapping that was going on. But like I was actually happened to be on the Jag sideline when we were watching, and Jalen Ramsey, he he's as much of a clown as he's portrayed to be. Like he's igniting these fires between these second teamers and just getting them going, and then like Fournette screaming. It, it was pretty classic. But I saw a little clip, I think, on Instagram of Fournette of them like, saying, "Hey, I didn't do it." I don't know what it was, um, but we we really did look hard. We got Eagles Ravens in the most important uh, preseason game of the year, Week Three. Yeah, that's going to be a hyped one. I don't know. I don't know if Carson will play at all this preseason. Honestly, really, they won't give him any rest. We just, I don't know. Uh, Lane Johnson's week to week now because he just got a knee injury. <laughs> Lane I don't think better. Peters is going to play. <laughs> Wait, like, wait. I, I don't know. I just think they're gonna be very cautious. Is there is Wentz playing week one hundred percent? Yeah, then I don't understand. Like for one I don't know. For I, one series, I, I feel I, like you have to trot him out there, just get him that confidence, full speed. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think he will, but I was looking at some stuff on Twitter. People are saying there's really not a point. Any, but I, I don't know. Any other that. notable we, moments from week one NFL preseason? Any players that stood out at the uh, that I don't. Did you see that whole story with oh the Browns guy who that was amazing? Like lied his way into a tryout, then returned. I read that he's actually a, still very much of a long shot to make the yeah, team. But he got he kind of got. They said he got a in OBJ tweets. Um, so that was really cool. And then the first time he touches. And another cool story was I believe it was the I want to say the Bills running back. I'm not positive. I think it was a rugby player. Yeah, and he get his first carry run sixty five yards for a touchdown, and that was his only carry of the game. I assume Rams also matched their Super Bowl total in points. Oh, did that in the yeah they put up three. Nice. Good for them. David Montgomery yeah, for right. the Bears, who we hate this season, but he he'll be really good. Have you seen the picture I've posted on the snap a few times of his comparisons? Yeah, like LeBron of this, Messi of this, Phelps of this. Uh, it's it's uh they break down like his running back oh, traits yeah. and it's Saquon, like Saquon, Saquon this Zeke's yeah that's it's epic. All right, so at least now we have something to look forward to week three preseason. We'll have to come up hard knocks baby with a bet for that hard knock. We might have to get coach back on, huh? We might have to get coach back on. Yeah, coach Gruden. Ah, forty two twenty one Albany. It's getting out of hand. Um, all right, real Not quick, Not thank you for listening to episode 19 of the Real Underscore Sports Pod giveaway winner announced on Tuesday. Kyrie, SpongeBob, Patrick, whatever style you want. If you win, all you have to do is subscribe to the pod or follow on Spotify. Abe, who are our greatest number 19s in sports? Quick, rally them off. Luka Modric, Nick Van Exel, uh, 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 Juju, uh, uh, Ted Ginn Jr. Ted Ginn um, Jr. That's a classic uh, one. Amari Cooper. All right. Um, well, hockey players who I've never heard and can't pronounce their name. Um, Adam Thielen. Wow, a lot of number 19. And I guess, yeah, I guess it is a wideout. Kenny Galladay. Remember when wideouts only used to wear 80s and above, and then they started going into those those teens? I like that. All right, Real Sports fam. It's been Real. Thank you for listening. Get Tune in on Thursday. Oh. All right, peace. peace. Can't find any more.